And welcome to Wandering Monster, America's test table, uh, where we don't play test games, we test test them. I am Charles R. Bernard. <laughs> Take him off. Ian's I'm not listening to you right Richard now. Brave. Yeah, McMillan. <laughs> Paschke's just we rehearsed this in the green room <laughs> last week. Was I like was cranky because we, ha- we, we didn't have this figured out. <laughs> I oh, blame gosh, everyone is. but me. I blame everyone but me. I'm the guest here and thus the victim. Lawless. Yeah. Yeah. Lawless. Allow me to so, explain something. Guests are always is, to blame. Exactly... I am a guest in this house and you will treat me like a queen. I will pull we this are... stream over. <laughs> we are all high wizards in God's castle. So it's uh it's funny that, that you should mention that and that that was such a clusterfuck because uh as a matter of fact, as I like to put it, um super high wizards built this podcast or stream uh from the ground up kind of rickety as you can see from our intro getting off the ground but our hearts are in the right place um our hearts are in the right place our bongs are exactly where they should be and uh you know the the pillars of god's earth will bend before us um somebody save me from this introduction this week we'll be playing (laughs) a game from elijah mills called super high wizards built this castle uh, and our forever GM and Care Bear, uh, Ian Servas, will now tell you more. Well, the first thing that you need to know about this game is that you have to read the title in a We Built the City on Rock and Roll melody, because if you don't, <laughs> there will be like an invisible Big Beast backsmacking hand that will materialize and just get you. <laughs> so that that might be one of the things this it's, like i don't know if that works with like the four part harmony five part maybe <laughs> so in this game yeah. because we have an appreciation for minimalistic and rules light and zine games this is a game that puts you in the position of being a general contractor taking care of business in a castle made by fairy high intoxicated (laughs) and of course inscrutable wizards so you might be a plumber you might be a mason you might just be a a woodworker and here you are trying to unclog a toilet right next to well shit the hell dimension or (laughs) oh yeah these chandeliers are just made of spiders and they're all reading Voltaire. Why? Just wizards. Wizards. Um, and also, notoriously, wizards do not do any home improvement nor castle building to code. So Union might have a little bit to say about what's happening. <laughs> They, they'll get to know what they need to know. So this is a simple D6-based game. And it employs a lot of 3D6 tables that generate a lot of chaos. I think the most important aspect of this game is that in order to be successful, you need to really practice your Tim Allen home improvement. Or um, (laughs) someone needs to Mr. Wilson it, and I feel like that. I did a lot of cocaine. (laughs) I don't know about that, Bernard. (laughs) <laughs> he did Sorry. two years and three months for slaying in that rock i was trying to be his friend on the show uh, do you think allegedly he's a, do you think that he's allegedly. a friend 
Not a legend. He was convicted. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. They had no chemistry. I remember that show in the 90s. <laughs> I liked it. I watched it. I'm not going to lie. I think most people who watch TV did watch at least one episode. It was on all the time, it felt like. If you go on the YouTubes, as it were, and you look up Tim Allen Doom, there's a great mod. Yes. It's fantastic. It's posted on Facebook, and you should find it on the internet. But it is where someone replaced all of the textures in Vanilla Doom with a picture of Tim <laughs> Allen. Every sound effect, every sound, every MIDI has been replaced with a... <laughs> and it is phenomenal. It is a cacophony of... Yeah. Everything. Parallaxed Tim <laughs> Allen, the works. So in this game, with your D6 mechanism, you're basically trying to overcome simple tasks. Each of your characters has a set amount of jobs they're trying to do that corresponds with their profession. And the danger element in this is whenever you roll a one, you start to wig out. In fact, you get nope tokens, which represent the, <laughs> nope, I am not changing light bulbs in a spider chandelier. And if you get to five or more nope tokens, well, you nope the fuck right on out. So if you are successful in ac accomplishing one of your job, then you get a point of freaking awesome. And in, you know, tradition of most rules like game, there's really no winning or losing because the experience is the thing. But you can always gloat to say, I got more of my contracts <laughs> filled. And that goes to say, we should really introduce our colorful cast of general contractors. Uh, and well, let me come bust in through the wall like the Kool-Aid man and introduce myself I was about to first. say, oh, yeah. Wow. In your case, because... it should be the Flavor-Aid man. Yeah, oh, no. exactly. Because <laughs> because I I am Marv the Lazy Mason, uh, local 420 brick worker, and don't worry about those regulations because I am too fucking lazy to be worried about whether things are up to code. Uh, I'm just here to uh, let's see, let's I'm gonna repair some stonework, maybe fix a wall, oh replace a fireplace. I'm definitely gonna die. <laughs> one could hope yeah so um i'll go next i'm dave i'm a plumber i have two specialties those are plumbing and complaining those are my two primary <laughs> i look forward to that uh my job is tonight i have to fix the sink drain in the servants quarters i have to fix the toilet in the master bathroom i have to figure out what that smell is in the laundry room and unclog a pipe in the dungeon Okay, I gotta I gotta break in here real quick because you said plumber. Um, I live in Utah, which is not a normal place, and I'll give you an example <laughs> of why. A prominent local plumbing company, all of their advertisements tout the fact that they don't hire plumbers who have tattoos. All of our plumbers have no tattoos on the well, TV. That guy can't like, I, sink. If he doesn't have tattoos, there's no way. <laughs> no, well, like yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> what it is is Mormon code. It's like we're a Mormon company for Mormon families. Is like what they're telling people. But that's just one example, and and it cracks me up every time. I'm like, yeah, tattoos. That's sign of a bad plumber right there. Is ass crack permitted? That's what I really need to know. <laughs> 
No, they wear these weird, uh, like uniforms with belts that they like. Oh, I thought in, you were about to uh, say Mormon underwear, and I was like, okay, that's. Part I mean, of the they're course. probably wearing that too. You never know when they a Mormon are. wife's yeah. gonna call and get a Mormon plumber, and then you know they. <laughs> You've got, no, if you're going to do it, you got to make sure. Oh, you. no, my pipe's burst. I just need a soak. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. That's right. I, you know about soaking. That's excellent. That's a deep cut uh, BYU track, yeah. one of my favorites. Um, Hi, I'm Fergus the Cleaner. My specialty is <laughs> cleaning and stealing. <laughs> my jobs are to dust the furniture in the study, pick up garbage in the garden, Clean tiles in the chapel and wash windows in the ladder. Why does the chapel need towels? Yes. Um, <laughs> After don't the ask soap. All the baptisms. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess that's me. Uh, hi there. I'm Hensley the Carpenter. Uh, today in this old castle, we're going to go ahead and <laughs> get. <laughs> Go ahead and polish the woodwork in the observatory, repair the trim in the lounge, uh, build new stair rail for the great hall, make a armor <laughs> stand for the armory. Tune in for more. I love it. That's that's my best Bob Vila impression, and I hope it came across. That's uh, well played. It did. It did. Yeah. I love it. So the important thing that I think we first need to establish with our group of contractors is, are you a group of contractors from a shared company or do you run, are you independent contractors? So the question is, if you have like a really bizarre name for your company, and like a little slogan mascot, or are you kind of like competing as independent contractors to see who's the best independent contractor? I, I well, let, let's let's be part of a company. Let's I would like name. I have I have a thing here, and um, this may be because my wife has a tendency my to wife. watch some reality shows <laughs> about home remodels, and I feel like this drunk carpenter here might be the personality. <laughs> that has a camera crew following us and you're all contractors from the local area that that have been hired you don't really know each other that well but you know five minutes of fame right Right. uh, wait what's the name of your of the show yeah um, what we do in the chat (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what we do and what we do with the cedar uh yeah cedar planks and uh um i got nothing i'm trying to think of something fun um you're fun your your face is fun and by fun i mean yeah look at that mm. yeah. um, <laughs> i don't know I got how about nothing. how about uh erectin with whatever your character's name is erectin with hensley or yeah erectin with hensley yeah <laughs> No dysfunctions here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Liver doesn't work, but you know what does. Wait, actually, whenever they have it on television, they blur out his logo because <laughs> part of it's really inappropriate. Um, because basically, it's Hensley, hard on for wood. Um, <laughs> or hardwood products, and it's just... Oh, and the back door, when you open it, has in quotations, we've got wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. It's all very, uh, what was that shirt brand in the 90s? Big Johnson? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Construction oh, company. Yeah. Like the the cool the cool slash naughty kids at the junior high had those shirts. Mm-hmm. The kids who had been to uh, Panama Beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or any boardwalk anywhere, really. <laughs> so your TV station program has received a notice hearing about the call in the paper for interesting homes to fix up, things with character and, you know, uh, things that are stately and storied. And so they got a tip that there is a house that they that someone really wants to put on the market, but it needs repairs. And that's kind of what pulled you in. You were all going in sight unseen into this house to figure out all these jobs that you know you have now, you're going to get the details on it from the owner themselves when you arrive at this castle. Did I say castle? It's not a house. It's as you're approaching this in your various vans and trucks full of things, this thing is looms across the horizon. I want each of you to tell me what's one thing that really catches your eye as you're approaching this behemoth of a building that somehow you've never noticed that it's been on the outskirts of town. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, uh, this looks like it's going to have a lot of stairs. I mean, a lot of stairs. And if it's in this crappy of shape, mm-hmm. I know there's no way in hell they've got an elevator working in there. This is going to be hell on my knees. I'm pissed. Is, yeah. is, that, is that a staircase that's squirming along the outside wall? I was about to say, it has non-Euclidean geometry, which is a big minus for me because I'm terrified of math. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I appreciate the fact that um, they went an avant-garde route with the chapel. It's actually upside down on top of the tower. That's really <laughs> genius, honestly. You know, I, I just appreciate how the courtyard is both an indoor and outdoor area. And so <laughs> is most of the castle um, by design. I, there, there are roofed areas like above the bed. But overall, like rainstorm, just embrace it because that's how you flush the toilets. Like there's just. <laughs> so are you are you saying that these people are probably soakers? They get soaked a lot. <laughs> I, I mean, your your words, not mine. But I mean, when in, minutes in I'm when in Utah. <laughs> I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down, and it's wet. Is all I'm saying. God damn, we do have some castles here. Like it's because you know Mormons have like 17 kids apiece, and if they have enough money, like they get big ass houses. Yeah. So as you pull up to the front of the building. You see that there's all kinds of odd topiary, odd statues, and things like that. And there is a figure that, um, well, they look a little bit lumpy. They're wearing a trench coat and with like an oversized trilby. And they wave you inside these two large gothic double doors and shut it behind them. The camera folks are setting up their mics, getting them synced, and you see that each of you have a camera person that can follow you, and all of you are mic'd up to make sure we get uh, all of your screams. I mean, delightful commentary as you teach us how you repair the various things in the building. 
Yeah, I'm already worried. I, did you see those trees outside? Ornamental trees with flowers, roots. They're down in the basement. They're busting up all the pipes. This is going to be a hell zone. I'm um, really not. I just I saw a say lot it. of troubling stuff on the way in. Opiary, statu statuary, statutory. Mm -hmm. I um I uh, uh I already have a crush on Gertilda, my camera woman. <laughs> so I I can't help but notice that their their questionable roofing choices. Um, all the woodwork, uh, the lacquer is exactly um all the woodwork inside of the castle is uh in desperate need of some repair it's it's very like sun bleached and water damaged it's a good thing that the carpenter's here let's go have a look gets out a little pry bar pops it out takes a sip of this flask and uh <laughs> then just looks in there like yeah see that termites well, no, you've, you're doing this all wrong. I've seen your show a whole bunch. You're supposed to intro us in. Oh, that's right. Hi there. My name's Hensley. Welcome to this old, uh, I forgot the name of the show already. Hi. Erecting. Erecting with, with Hensley. Hensley. Yeah. We're here. We're going to, we're going to crest this wood and, uh, see how hard it is. Not very, <laughs> very squishy. Balsa like. We gotta get in there with some chemicals, try to excite it and reharden that wood. But how does it taste? Mm, let's have a let's have a taste of this wood. <laughs> mm. Clearly, camera zooms in as you take like a big splintery bite. Yeah, um, there's there's lots of uh, soft grubs in there that yeah, uh, a little salty and uh, strangely pineapple like. You know, uh, it's it's also important. Uh, camera comes in on me. I'm Marv the Mason. I, I do a lot of work with Hensley, and uh, I've also found that masonry mouthfeel is a good way to test. Um, in my case, uh, I'm, I'm just going to suck on these bricks real quick and see what the uh, <clears throat> level of lime and nitre is that is accumulated on them, uh, because that could mean that we need to remason some uh, some stuff here. So I'm going to go suck a brick for a minute. Yeah, I. I see how this is going, and I see where this is going. I'm not sucking a pipe. Not doing it. <laughs> Put things in your mouth. I would I would say um, Fergus is new on the job. Like you actually had to replace your normal cleaner because they went ahead and got married and is on honeymoon. And so Fergus is a huge fan of the show, but also very confused right now as to what he should be eating. So he kind of just makes awkward eye contact with the camera and dips his finger in his like powdered soap and like rubs it on his tongue. <laughs> He's like, I like it. The camera person is doing their. She has damnedest. a name. Say her name. I gave her a name. So your camera person is named. Yeah. Gertilda. How did you forget Gertilda? How did you forget Gertilda? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Well, like, even Gertilda just because it's not ham fund? <laughs> even Gertilda forgot their own name as you were foaming from the mouth from eating powder and soap. And she's doing her damnness not to like break and like the camera person's like code that like you cannot crack a smile and you can't laugh or anything when you're filming reality TV. Like you have to be the perfect neutral vessel to receive the entertainment. And she is like really straining here. Uh, so you're all outside these double doors. The lumpy figure in a trench coat has slipped inside and all of you are sampling the goods. And it is a good one. 
very very uh high in lime low on niter i think that these bricks can stay where they are for now um but what i'd really like to to get a look at uh is the the room where the magic happens so to speak the the master bedroom um my understanding is that there is uh a floor paver in there that's broken so uh I'm gonna amble. Take this, uh, Gratilda. If you want to get a shot of this, and I, I just so, head Gertilda's on into the master. Mine. You have your own camera person. <laughs> They're all okay. Right. Like, way <laughs> like, right. No, 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 no. It's uh, a very common name everywhere. Yeah, Raul Rico is my cameraman, and uh, Raul Rico. <laughs> yeah, Raul Rico. Could you get a shot of this? And uh, I'm gonna amble into the master bedroom and uh, look You're for the paver. So the first thing you're doing is going into the double doors, mm -hmm. and I need three of you to roll me d6s. Okay, I got a two. I rolled two fours. Oh, how many One. are we rolling? I need to hear a total of three numbers, so am I hearing two, four, four, or what's the combo? Bridget's saying uh, one. So let's do two, four, one. Okay, two, four, one. So the first thing you see is when you enter into this, you're in a large stately hall. For people who have played through the classic video game, Resident Evil, that's the vibes you're getting. Two large double, like it's double staircases. Everything is oak paneling. A majestic rug, maybe early Ottoman Empire, or the precursors thereof. And there are doors to your north, east, and west. And the lumpy figure that is in front of you. Like, uh, you now notice that they really don't have as much of a face as, like, large glasses, like sunglasses. And they're shifting a bit uncomfortably. Their voice is a little bit reedy, but also kind of guttural at the same time. And they say, Thank you for coming and agreeing to help to fix up the house. I wanted to get it on the market. And you see, I've inherited the house from uh, an uncle of mine. And... Um, this is a perfectly normal house. <laughs> I I feel like this guy's a victim of wizardry. Um, I don't know if it's victimry is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's cracks a beer, begins to drink. Um, you were supposed to meet us in the front of the house before we came in here. Uh, this is really unprofessional of you. Uh, first of all, we like you, you're through off our entire shoot script for today. <laughs> oh man, like we're gonna have to re edit a lot of this. Just the, the figure just says, Sorry, you must understand. I am bugs, and the trench coat just opens up, and this like gout flies, and beetles pour out, and it just scatters everywhere. And the rivulets of insects go under each of the doors, leaving just a fedora, trilby, and uh, trench coat and pair of glasses behind. That explains the taste of pineapple. We're gonna need like an exterminator now, too. Yeah. Or not. I mean, the bugs did hire us, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we should probably not exterminate yeah. our employer. Did we already get yeah. paid? Did we? 
I uh, have it. Uh, the contract yeah. with the studio is to do a successful film shoot. I thought we were doing uh, some spec. And <laughs> as you are in this room, as the bugs are departing, you're noticing the oak paneling around you is flaking, like ash rising from a fire. And you're no longer standing in a great hall, but you seem to be in the middle of a giant bathroom that is eating small mad leopards that are screeching and howling as you materialize and they materialize at the same time as they are being sucked into various drains in the floor. There are still three doors out of here, but the door you entered into seems to be gone. So it's just door to the north, door to the east, door to the west, and you're in this giant bathroom. Well, I look at the plumber and I'm like, here's your pipes. Yeah, I think I know what's causing that clog. There is a loud slurping <laughs> sound as the bidet sucks in a small mad leopard. I'm just, I'm doing my best as a mason by leaning against the wall so slouching. It crumbles. It crumbles. I, I'm going to try to plunge the bidet. Let's do this. Where is it? You say you're together in the first place. So I, I enjoy this. So you're going to make the first roll of the evening, and you're going to be rolling D6. And since you are indeed a plumber, you get a plus one to your roll. If you roll a nat one, let me know. I rolled a five. Okay, so you get the first successful uh, point of the evening. Uh, you're one point towards being dubbed freaking awesome. How does this scene play out as you are trying to plunge a stuck mad leopard that is halfway down a bidet pipe? And better can yet, I, for I bonus better. points, can you do the sound of it? I, mm. I can, but I need, I have an important clarifying question first. Which end of the leopard is in the drain? <laughs> Lift the plunger and tell me which side you're seeing. Oh, okay. It, it's, it, it's the front. <laughs> <laughs> At least you right, get sprayed. Give, give it your all. Yeah, all right. do it. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> is there a turkey in there? <laughs> How else do you think of a day of learning in the Mad Leopard? Yes. That's true. Absolutely full true. Full fucking turkey. Turkey on a rope just like pulls the leopard in. Yeah. It's a hungry bidet. You can cut up at the was. dollar store. It's a turkey on a rope. <laughs> the bidet is tired of giving. It's time to take. <laughs> So are you plunging by pulling out the small mad leopard, or are you plunging by shoving it down the pipe all uh, the way? Let's, let's let's shove because who in God's name plunges to get something out of something? <laughs> yeah, that's this what I'm poop knives for. Come on, that, Marv. This is a professional you're talking to. Um, all right, so as you plunge this small mad leopard who's just screaming the entire time that you're plunging it down the pipe, all the other small mad leopards begin to just wail, and they arch their backs, and you can see their hankles rising. 
Oh, man. You think that the shower might be mocking you. It definitely is. So I might have to fight off these little leopards. Um, well, don't worry, I can help because you know what every cleaner has? And I take out my spray bottle of water. Let's go. Oh, I'm uh, just uh, spritzing <laughs> those little leopards in the face. Bad kitty. So you're going to get plus one for your job, and I'm going to give you a circumstantial plus one for quick thinking about how to defuse a small mad leopard. So get plus two to your roll there, Plum. Or excuse me, um, Fergus. Um, so I got a nat four, so six in total. You intimidate and wrangle up all the small mad leopards into the shower. You can seal them off. I I then uh, I look at Gertilda and I give her a little. <laughs> you're pretty sure, but you're you can't be certain that you think the camera is like zoomed in on you, and you're like, yeah. "That's going to be in the promo." Sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> you have three doors out of here, sir. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I wonder if Fergus is a Roman name. You know, like Emperor Fergus or Fergus the Mighty. Um, you heard me introduce myself. I said I'm Fergus the Cleaner. Yeah, Fergus, Fergus is the cleaner. a or Fergus is a common Scottish or Irish male name given. Um, it's derived from Scots Gaelic, meaning the I'm strong. Definitely, I'm definitely wearing a kilt and giant rubber wellies. <laughs> no underwear. It translates to man of force. <laughs> Hear that, Gertilda? <laughs> you can tell again that she is not trying to break her camera person's oath, but like, you think you get that twink on the eye of like, meet me in the cast trailer after this. Oh, hell camera yeah. person's oath. Gloves. Um, I want to the rest of the oath. Like, as a camera person, yes, I shall not fuck my subject. <laughs> only do good, do no harm. I will remember it is safer to technically to rock backwards than forwards. <laughs> you guys are just jealous, okay? I'm stealing the show <laughs> and her heart. There will be a spinoff series. <laughs> She's getting the spin-off. And I'm lazy, so I'm okay with that. Spin-off's a lot of work. You have three doors leading deeper into this castle, and you're not really seeing the doors that brought you in. Left, right, and straight? Is that our options? It's if you one that feel... tells only lies, one that tells only the truth, and one that has a lady <laughs> tiger behind it, I'm pretty sure. Nice. <laughs> uh, lady tiger. <laughs> Tired of those lying doors. So, uh, east, north, or west? Well, he put the H on it, so I think we yeah. should go west. Yeah, that's yeah. the fanciest that. door. Yeah, west, for sure. I like sure. that we're continuing on together. Yeah. So I need each of you to roll me a d6. All right. Oh, shit, are you going to separate us? That's a five. Uh, I got a four again. I wonder if these things are weighted. A three. I got five. No, Wait. I got five. That's my number. Ooh, even better. Um, I... What? Okay, so... You open the door to the west, and it looks to be like a servant's quarter. 
and it the ceiling is made of delicious sandwiches however as you are taking in all the different filling of the sandwiches you see in the center of the room that there is a an insectoid made of snake fingers that has a nuclear tongue and whenever they flicker it the room briefly illuminates in virulent green light they a seem to be licking what nuclear tongue whoa i uh That's for my thrash metal band name i i look up at the at the ceiling and i'm like that doesn't look that doesn't look osha approved this looks like a job for the carpenter as you say that, one of the sandwich fillings drips onto your forehead. What is it? Egg salad. But it's snake mm. eggs. Mm. <laughs> kind of weird. The insectoid snake finger creature leans over and begins to, uh, leans in as to lick off your egg salad forehead with its nuclear oh. tongue. Oh, I kind of look at uh, Gertilda and I'm like, is this going to happen later too? No, <laughs> Hey, you guys keep it up for a second. I got to step away for just one minute. I'll be right back. So do you I mean, let it look? Um, I mean, what was Gertilda's reaction as she sees this thing coming closer? You're I'm just getting gauging the room, two yeah. twinkles in that eye, and you're you're okay. pretty sure you keep this up. Like you might break that code. She'll oh. of course be an oath breaker and will be shunned out of the profession, but she okay. is uh, giving you the look. Ish. Nothing sexier than an oath breaker in romance. So I, I, uh, as as the snake guy goes in, I like tilt up and instead of letting him lick my forehead, I French him. Whoa! You French the snake. Yep. Okay, so all of the fingers uh, begin to twist rhythmically as you oh, just God. smear your <laughs> snake egg salad all over the insectoid snake finger creature mm -hmm. and you feel the tingle of a thousand suns burning in your mouth i think, uh, I think fergus may have misunderstood the point of the show <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the highest ratings we, we've ever gotten. <laughs> People from all over the globe are just like, what is Fergus doing? Like, actually, like, you can see, like, someone with a teleprompter, like, someone's just changing the, this show. And uh, roll me a D6, because I just want to see what happens. If you roll a 1 after Frenching something with a nuclear tongue, uh, something interesting might happen, but um, we'll I see. I got a 5. Okay. Um, I would say... You enjoy it, but I don't want to assume um, you you don't get terrible uh, oral cancer from the experience. I'll just Perfect. put it like that. Okay. That's all one can ever ask for. Uh, so you basically pacify this creature, and it seems to be following you around. Uh, its eyes and fingers uh, pointing towards you and the egg salad sandwich on the ceiling. What are the rest of you doing? Fergus just has that charisma. I'm leaning on the wall in this room, too. I am going up to the creature that, uh, like, mid-makeout session, uh, obviously being ignored. It's like, hey, I need you to uh, sign this re release form. <laughs> that, uh, you're on camera right now, and we can't use your likeness unless you initial here. 
and I flip the page and here sign here date there and um just can I get a blood sample the blood sample is not for the form it hisses after it pulls out of the loving embrace of Fergus and it when it flicks your papers with its tongue it leaves like smoldering scorched marks I think that'll work for legal all right <laughs> <laughs> it will <laughs> so there is a door leading out of here um, any actions you want to take in this, ser this servant's quarter with the ceiling made of sandwiches alright uh, I, I gotta fix a sink drain in here so you do that I'll get a sandwich I would like to see if there is either a Philly cheese steak or a classic peanut butter and jelly. I'll just take whatever's there. Or both. I mean, I'm going to pull some sandwiches down, have a sniff, take a bite. If I don't like them, I'm just going to stick it back up. I mean, if I have my pick, like ham and cheese, ham and Swiss, it would be mm, my choice. That's a classic. That's a good one. Yeah. We have a saying in my profession, which is never eat a sandwich in a room with a clogged drain. <laughs> that's a good saying no. words of wisdom <laughs> we need to compile a book of wisdom at the end of each season to let our viewers know the important things in life <laughs> not eating a sandwich in a clogged room does seem pretty important to know in fact the sink itself doesn't look so much like it's made of porcelain but rather a giant and somewhat haphazard stack of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> I think I the know what was on the mind of the wizard who cast this room. I th I think he may have been getting the munchies uh, just a bit. Mm -hmm. like um, um, roll me a, just a quick d6 for just like a, a quick examination of the, of the plumbing job there, uh, Dave. And then you add plus one since you've got a plumber. Uh, you think the problem with the pipe is too much crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> No such thing, but all right, go on. I mean, you know, why I why agree. reinvent the wheel? I'm going to plunge this drain. Mm. Wait, <laughs> no, I'm going to snake. We're in a snake room. I, 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 I cover my new snake lover's ear holes. Their fingers interlace with yours. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Do they Don't have those? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure that snakes have ear holes. Actually, I, uh, they, they? They, they have a they have a tympanus. And that's how they Make detect air current yeah, movements. Hey, hey, let's right. It it's, a, it's like an external eardrum. Yeah. Right, but this is made of just <laughs> snake fingers, and so. I'm like, you leave my other alone. I brought my own snake. I'm a okay. That's fine. Go on then. Go okay. on. So I'm going to uh, snake this drain using babies? a uh, common Mississippi area black snake because they're long. Dang it. I was about to make you roll to see if your snake had turned into a snake, but you beat me to the punch. So I'm going to give you plus two in that roll. <laughs> it's Dang a well-trained snake. It's got a little headlamp and everything. Oh, that's good because I yeah. got three. So. Okay. That little union uh, card. So that means that you get mm -hmm. the second success of the evening as far as your job. Uh, your snake eats way too much peanut butter, and uh, you can't pull them back up, so you just send oh, no. them back down further, 
and um, you hear lots of kind of uh, wet, mushy Pac-Man eating sounds as it goes down the <laughs> drain. Question mark. It's a better life than I could ever get him. So, <laughs> but I just, you know, I can't believe something else left me like my wife did. Oh. <laughs> The uh, snake creature looks forlornly at you, but this draws closer to Fergus. Well, let's. Uh, anybody else have anything they want to do here, or can we mosey on out let's of here? Let's head on to the other room. I'm just on right. my to do list like crazy over here. So. All <laughs> randomly rolled. And in fact, I need all of you to roll me a d6 once yet again. Three. Two. One. Contact. Five. <laughs> you say five? Another five. All right. <laughs> Great. Um, it's an automated diet alert. It's probably just. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, rolling a five in the last digits uh, has a different signifier. Uh -oh. So as you oh, step no. through this door, you find yourself in. A gatehouse that has thousands of mildly annoyed unicorns. They're annoyed because there is a aquatic death horn <laughs> that's wearing a many-eyed hat. Oh, so you that's have a really accurate mini death horn. Yeah. In fact, it's on something that looks like a unicorn, but instead of having have a horn that cures problems and virginity and whatnot, it is a horn whose touch causes death. And on top of that horn is the many-eyed hat. You can't quite tell if these unicorns are annoyed because they want the hat or because they hate the horn or both. Hmm. There are doors to the uh, northeast, sorry, northwest and south from here. You guys want to just get the hell out of here? I mean, I would like to repair some woodwork to this house. Like, uh, if I could find the lounge or maybe the observatory. Um, stairs, stairs are fine. I can work on that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would leave this room personally, um, seeing as. Uh, I I would like to do some wood work somewhere. Yeah, I'm you guys okay. Guys, want to split up? <gasps> split the party. Okay. Well, I'm bringing um, Snake Lover and Gertilda with me. Okay. Um, She's just formed her you, own party. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you turn around, you see that half of the snake creatures, insectoid snake creatures' fingers are also wrapped around. Um, Gertilda, and you think there might be a little menage trois kind of going on This is on exactly here. what I've been dreaming of. Because, yeah. you know, my my first specialty is cleaning, but my second one is stealing, and it looks like I'm stealing all the hearts. And mm. mm. cleaning all them pipes. <laughs> so you backtracking, going to the door to the north, south, or west from here? I'm going to go south. I'll go north. I'll go west. I'll go. I... All right. Splitting the party three ways. You 
we are taking that stress testing quite literally. So then I'm going Bridget, to do the I have to do a professional because I have to do a professional before the moment you know because what? who do I choose to go with? Uh, you know oh, what? Yeah. It, it might be it might be kind of mean to Ian to split the party no. with this many. No. Okay. You're perfect. I've got a dice roller here. It was just okay. like a. I was about to say I would roll everyone's dice rolls for sake of time. So if you're okay with that, I'm okay with yeah. that too. But there are a lot of voices all at once. Tell me which direction you're going, and we'll adjudicate it in round robin fashion. I am going south. Anyone else going south? No. Okay. I'm going north with my all two right. lovers. Give me a second. I'm going to do south first. Okay. okay. So two, three, six. Who and um, all right. So to the south, when you open this door, you find that it is a observatory that transforms you, uh, Marv, into a sack of chromatic biscuits <laughs> the real so like, important question is are you biscuits? of chromatic american biscuits? origin or british uh, origin yeah. because oh, american are you biscuits all the way. or are you a cookie okay yeah no no i'm a delicious flaky uh, buttermilk i'm actually uh oh let's make me rising sourdough biscuits that's what I am. Yeah. Uh, cooked in a Dutch oven and delicious. Yeah. And by chromatic, I mean like every shade you can imagine. I'm just full. I am resplendent with biscuits. Um, okay, we're and cutting. No, Magnus, I'm like, the biscuits. Yeah. I'm like, uh, that. That is that the same as being dead now? Or, or can I carry on just like in biscuit form? Oh, no, you can carry on in biscuit form. Okay, cool. All right. Can now you're just now you're now you're just even more of a snack. Yeah, you betcha. Uh, and I I'm looking for a vor fetishist near me. So uh, <laughs> I really like the fact that I accidentally skipped one table column, and so if I were to stick in the same section, technically you would have been turned into reanimated dragon skeletons. But I love this old biscuit take, so I'm gonna roll. I'd with rather that. be biscuits, although oh. dragon skeletons <laughs> is pretty badass. Um, you did say yeah. vor. Or. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm in the observatory, correct? You are yeah. observing the fact that you are biscuits. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to kick back and take a look at the stars for a minute. They are flaky and wonderful. But it, they shed buttery light throughout the room. It's It's... Very, um, <laughs> very wonderful. Uh, when you okay. shut the door behind you, it starts playing Coldplay's Yellow, but all of the various <laughs> nouns are turned to biscuit and butter-related terms. All biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the jar on yeah. the counter for you. <laughs> Inside, it's warm and kind of gooey. Oh, it's all beautiful. biscuits. <laughs> all right, so all I'm right. gonna let you glisten in the uh, in the uh, liminal cholesterol light. Uh, well, who was going to the north? Me, Bridget. Are you coming with me? In my so this cuts to my confessional now, where I'm like, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place here because you know. <laughs> 
Fergus is like my best friend, but also I, I Marv's looking pretty good right now. <laughs> you can smell Marv like the <laughs> I delight all the senses right now. And then you think about my character and you just like you hear like vomiting off in the background. <laughs> yeah. And then I like beer... the fact that <laughs> But I would consider going west because he's not uh... here. <laughs> I, I do like Marv that technically out of everyone in your party, you are living deliciously. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you can yeah. offer people a, a taste of butter. It's now like the taste of butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So let's then cut away and do a supercut over to Fergus as Fergus is approaching the door to the north. Uh, so Fergus, as you grab the door handle, oh, good guy, you open the door wow. to see that it is a throne room, which is currently being used by a convention for the drunk and uh, for drunk reanimated dragon skeletons. <laughs> the dragon skeletons are currently arguing with a centaur with 17 legs. <laughs> then it's really more beams of, a of eyeballs bar. shooting out of their eyeballs. What are That's... they debating? How much acid they've taken? <laughs> Beams of eyeballs shooting out of their eyeballs. <laughs> All right. um, they're arguing over the definition of 2020 vision. Does it equate to a value or just how many eyeballs you have? Um, the dragon skeletons have no eyeballs and are feeling really, it, you know, and is it 20 upon. out of 20? Is it, or is it like 2020? Exactly. Know? Which the centaur is arguing that they have because of how many eyes coming out of their eyes that they have. Well played. What side are you on? And more importantly, what side is your un- yet to be unnamed insectoid oh. snake finger nuclear tongue? He, he has he has a name. He whispered it in my ear when we were tonguing. What was it? Very sibilant name. Um, it's S. It's a it's it's a susurrus of snapping fingers. No, it's just S. S. Yeah, it's just S. His name's S. S. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So where are you? Are all of you as lovers of the same mind, or is there a division between the three of you? Um the debate question, yeah. Well, as the forceful one, I take the lead. As the Dom Daddy cleaner. Mm. <laughs> um <laughs> Like Mr. Clean, I'm now I'm picturing Mr. Clean. You know? yeah, yeah, in a kilt, yeah, with the kilt, yeah, Scottish clean leather daddy, yeah, but, clean. Although I'm scrubby bald, daddy, scrubby daddy, yeah, scrubby daddy. Uh, although I'm bald, I do have mutton chops. Okay, so imagine the mutton chops, very thick, they're bristly like scrub pads, because sometimes I do use them in a pinch. Um. I go up and I put a very um, large. Watch me scrub. Yes, said no. Sometimes when you're out of a out of a a sponge, you have to use what resources you have, and I've been blessed with these. (laughs) Came out of the womb with these. Okay, you know. Um, I approach the arguing parties and I put a 
a large Scottish hand on the sh each one of their shoulders. And I say, although you two as a group cannot see eye to eye, can't we all agree that it's not about what you see, it's how you live? The centaur turns and looks at you, and by doing so, projectile just flings scores <laughs> of eyes uh, all over you. This bounce and just roll everywhere. I nod sagely, and I say, yes, I can understand. Like, you might feel <laughs> like you are extra powerful with all these eyes, but can't you agree that these dragon skeletons have seen death and come back? They've seen something you haven't. The centaur very thoughtfully nods, and it just sprays eyes everywhere, up and down. I, I nod along with him, and I turn to the dragon, and, and, and I say, and though you may have seen something this centaur hasn't, I think you can agree that maybe he has seen things you haven't either. And together you can share your knowledge and become There's greater a... for your friendship. <laughs> There's a very weird wet squelching sound, uh, like someone I just... I that effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I brought a mop. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn, Nettie. Uh, so you see that the your S is just standing in the pool of eyes, and all of uh, his fingers are like like transporting eyeballs conveyor belt style is like up around their curved uh sectoid body and I into their mouth him. i love that for him so meanwhile to the door to the west that is where we find uh hensley so hensley and uh are you joining hensley dave i am i after much deliberation i'm following the beer this is probably a good thing because the unicorns are arguing amongst themselves, which has led to some unicorn on death corn violence and their various uh, horse-like creatures being impaled upon one another. So you're getting out of the so right time. It's so different. So as you, who is opening the door? Um, I I believe I would be opening it with the camera directly following me, like. All right, so uh, what we're going to do now is just <clears throat> what we're going to do now <laughs> is see what's on the other side and what we're going to have to work. So it is a with. closet. With. The word I was going to say was with. with. Okay. So you open the door into a closet that is creating the illusion of people like there are people hanging from hangers and they just all kind of look at you as you enter in what does the room smell like as you walk in here um well the people hanging from the hangers obviously have not had a chance to go to the bathroom uh so the it's amount incredible. of the amount of awful kind of dripping from the hanger situation. Uh, so primarily it's stale piss, a little bit of poop. And um, oddly, like I imagine they've been here for a while. So like dusty, like musty skin that's like just kind of flaked off. And yeah, it, it's like a Wilson's leather at a mall in the 90s. <laughs> 
Yeah. The question that I have for you, Dave, is that because this, there is an illusion of people, is that really piss and shit on the floor, or is it pie or pie-like fillings? <laughs> it, it is all pumpkin pie filling, oddly. Mm. <laughs> trouble to add whipped cream to the sum of them. There is a dusty cobweb-covered <laughs> can of whipped cream in the corner. Is that a good idea? That stuff never goes bad. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Did Pashki tell that story in 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 the green room or or on air? Oh, uh, that remember. was in the green room. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> why would I? Why would I let the entire internet know about the time my dad traumatized me at a family Thanksgiving get together by pretending that that my aunt's pumpkin casserole thing was dog shit <laughs> and, and he licked it off the floor after telling me I had to clean it up. No, I wouldn't tell the internet that. Why would I let them know that I have a phobia of dog poop to this day? Because dad. That's scrubby daddy to you. So, yes. <laughs> gotta learn someday. So, yeah, we, 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 see the, we see the pumpkin casserole on the floor and we lick it up because it is delicious. My aunt did make a good pumpkin casserole thing. Yeah. We yeah. talked about stress testing in these games. Uh, yes, as a GM, do I use my player's personal visceral fears against Obviously. them in a game for the public? No. Yes. No. Yes. Not this time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we uh, we eat the snacks off the floor. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Always um, a safe strategy. Both of you to roll me a d6. Oh god. Three. One. Alright. So... Um, while you are looking up this delicious pumpkin pie off the floor, um, the consistency begins to change a bit in your mouth, Dave, and you've worked enough in plumbing and septic tanks to know exactly where this is going, and, uh, the illusion is dispelled for you, it really is shit, and, yeah. um, so not only do you get a big fucking nope token, um, you <laughs> nope so hard that you just move the people away on the hangers, there's, like, the squeaking of, like, the rusty hanger and the protestation of, hey, I'm hanging here, and you find a door <laughs> that you can nope out of, or you can nope back in with the unicorns that are stabbing themselves to death with their horns. Yeah, I'm done with this fucking room. I'm noping out. Great. So, um, we'll see what's in your next room, and we'll go back up to the top of the round, Robin, with uh, Mr. Biscuits over there. So, uh, I will go ahead and just quickly roll for you, and you find, as you open the door, it is a dungeon that instantly teleports you to a dimension of lightning everywhere. Cool. So, yeah, now I can see what they got pipe problems. Mr. Well, Biscuits. Um, luckily, you know, the, uh, when, the, when it says that I'm a mason, that doesn't just um, apply to the fact that I work with bricks and mortar. So I, I'm going to use my Masonic prowess to invoke the Eye of Providence 
and uh, draw the power of the lightning into my mighty biscuits. So I need you to first roll me a d6 to see if you can sense that, because you are two room back. You're three rooms away. So, but you are a mason, so I'll give you plus one to that roll. Six. Nat six. Damn. Nat six. So yeah, you are one with the all-seeing eye. You know you all things. You know what happened to JFK on that fateful day? <laughs> what really Shit. happened on the moon landing and why yep. we haven't really been back? Yep. And the exact curvature of the Earth. Spoiler, it's flat. So <laughs> you... <laughs> Most people don't know. <laughs> I was wrong this whole time. <laughs> uh, so... Describe the scene as you invoke the all-seeing eye to bend the lightning. So um, death metal is summoned from nowhere. And uh, as it plays, each individual biscuit emerges from the sack, slowly rotating in the air as lightning bolts repeatedly strike it. And then they begin to glow with an incandescent biscuity light. And then all go back into the bag, which begins glowing like the sun itself. And wham! I'm transformed back into a human. Uh, and have the lightning inside of me. But do you still have a buttery, flaky interior? You betcha, yeah. Actually, if you were you to cut me... You should see a doctor about that. Yeah, like, if I... It, yeah, if I, if you were to cut me, I would not bleed, but, like, butter might trickle out. Careful, if you leave that cut uncleaned, you might get a yeast infection. <laughs> Some might describe him as being doughy. He does have a little bit of a pasty appearance. (laughs) I'm talking about your character. (laughs) Oh, the sight gags we do for our visually minded folks. All right. So you are back to being in the flesh in blood, at least the flesh part. Uh, butter may or may not be flesh, going flesh through your butter. layers. Yeah, yeah. Do you stay here in the observatory or do you backtrack? And if so, where do you go? Uh, I'm going to backtrack. And I think there was only one way in. Right? Do you backtrack into the unicorn room? And from there, That's... you can go into the throne room or you can go into the closet. You could uh... go all the way back to the bathroom you started in where there were two doors you had not been in. No, I'm just going to go back to the... Well, actually, we've tried everything in the unicorn room now, haven't we? I'm going to go back to the room. You can do shit with the unicorn room. Well, I mean the door's out of it. That's correct. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the the one that has the two unexplored rooms. And uh, I'll just take one of those. You can pick for me. Okay. So as you walk back through the sandwich room, there is a little bit of fluffernutter that falls on top mm. of your skull, and you get back to there. Uh, we'll do a quick roll for a room. Uh, do you want to go? Let's put you to the north. Okay. Okay. Oh, to the north? Okay, perfect. And you want me to roll right. for that? Uh, you can roll, or I can do it first time, because I have a pre-rolled if you want. Yeah, you go ahead. Okay, great. Uh, So you open the door and we'll change scenes. So you open the door into a courtyard that Mm. turns your fingernails into fractured realities. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, again, like they're they're just passing the acid around in this castle. It's awesome. Uh, Now, what happened is uh, I I usually wear clear nail nail polish to protect and beautify my nails. 
But uh, today I happened to apply a super photoreactive kind without knowing it. So yeah, like it's blinding me and I am incapable of uh, doing anything except walking into one wall, then the other wall, because it's a courtyard, right? Then the other wall, then the other wall. Um, what are my ways out of here? Actually, it's someone else's turn, isn't it? So that is correct. So you are yep. uh, being pulled into the lure of your fingernails and the camera hard snaps back through the lens of Gratilda that seems to be trying to find where the package on S might be, and it's constantly shifting so the camera is as well. So, That's Fergus, kind of right there. it's just shaky cam action all <laughs> over the place. So you I mean, it's a heavy camera, especially if you're only using one hand to hold it. <laughs> I see what you did there. So, you've brokered peace between the eye spouting mm -hmm. centaur and the reanimated dragon skeletons. Mm -hmm. You think at first that this throne room might be a dead end, but sometimes throne rooms have secret doors. Do you want to search around for a secret door or do you want to backtrack somewhere else? No need, um, because I know somebody who can see all, and I asked the centaur if uh, they won't help me and point the way. And just like eyes just plunk all over you. <laughs> I give, uh, I take up one of his eyes and I make it wink back at him. Um, you think he winks back, but yet again, he is still spouting gouts of eyeballs in your general direction. All right. I mean, Some of them are definitely know. winking. I'm like, Some can you them... just scout the eyes in the direction that there might be another exit out of here? Some people might say, my eyes are up here, but in your case, there's a shit ton <laughs> of his eyes down here as well. I know, I like it. <laughs> so, yes, the centaur leads you over to a panel in the wall and uh, clicks his hooves on the floor and the panel slides open. Uh, so, as you are looking into the doorway, you see that this room beyond is another observatory, but as you step inside of it... Wait, wait, it... wait, 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 wait. Before yes. I step inside, I turn to the centaur and I say, thank you for your help and never forget you're worthy of love. <laughs> and then the I first, As you say that for the first time, he blinks and the shower of eyes stop. You think you might see a few tears and then he looks at you again right in the eyes and you get eyes in your eyes and it stings. But I still love it for myself. Are the you eyes did. projecting out of the eyes crying as well? Yes. Oh. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. And with that beautiful, I'm crying too, mainly because my eyes are stinging. But with that, I I go into the observatory. Tears all around. Yeah. Into the observatory. It first, like the overwhelming sense in this room is this palpable thick custard of air and you just had this emotional experience in the throne room but as you step into this room you feel this pervasive feeling of belief the belief that sinks into your bones and into your various corpuscles is that you believe in apologetic ogres i do I absolutely do. But do they believe in themselves? That's, That's the question, what... isn't it? Yeah. It is. There I'm, is. I'm picking up what you're putting down. 
The answer is no. I'm I'm sorry. Having met a few apologetic ogres in my day, that's why they're so apologetic is they just mm. lost their own mental uh well-being and they just feel like they're always big and bulky and in the way and they have to apologize for it all the time and for that they're sorry. Poor bastard. But there's not much in this observatory. It's a round wooden rotunda, and there's a shaft of light that comes through the ceiling, illuminating four plinths, and which stands atop them ogres in various states of repose or contemplation made of pure alabaster marble. Okay. Um, well, I can see that they're dusty. So I go ahead and dust, dust them out. You know. Is this one of your tasks? No. Or are you just pro bono? Pro bono. All right. Because well, I have we'll yet just... to come up across one of my fucking rooms. <laughs> Me neither. I am rolling as the dice lay. People because have this castle was made by super, super yeah, high wizards. Yeah. Yeah. All, right. All right. Well, okay. I stand in between the, the four ogre statues and I. I look upon their faces and I happen to notice a similarity between all four of them. They're all wearing plaid. Okay. And I look closer. They all hold hockey sticks. And that's when I realized they're sorry because they're Canadian ogres. Oh, so they're really more sorry. Mm, they're sorry, eh? They're sorry. Yeah, they're sorry. Sorry. Sorry, eh? Your pucks have been replaced with onions. Yeah, that makes sense. They're probably about to put it on some poutine. <laughs> Obviously makes sense. This lore is completely along the line of what I would associate with the history of Canada. <laughs> Tim Hortons. Mm -hmm. yep. One of them's actually one of them mm -hmm. has a Tim Hortons cup underneath his foot. That's Tim Hortons two, yeah, two weeks in yeah. a row, I was going to say. All right, Tim Hortons. One more, and you've got to sponsor us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like a law. <laughs> Tim Hortons yeah. cast now. But will they sponsor us in Canadian or American dollars? Though it does make a difference. Okay, no los dos. Or uh, just Timbits. Them... <laughs> you can pay Timbits. One of the statues has a small, but discernibly graven image of a donkey. I didn't think donkey was where you were going with that. Okay. Well, so as you are dusting, the camera pans on over from you, Fergus, and it goes over to first you, Marv. So, Marv, you just saw your companion um, vomit unexpectedly and then run into a, I don't know, lightning filled dimension hellscape before the lightning begins to subside leaving just darkness beyond what do you do mm, marv because i'm marv and i was the one in the I'm so sorry that's the problem of having two charles i meant to say hensley 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 the carpenter all right so i know that there have been two observatories that have been uncovered and i I know my character doesn't know this, but we are in a little bit of a time crunch. So uh, mm -hmm. it, it, 
can I get my radio out? Because, you know, uh, all reality TV shows clearly have radio. Well, yeah. Shouldn't all the camera people be talking to each other? With yeah. Their little, you know. Sure. Yeah, would violate the code. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just get on there as like the the not producer, but like, you know, the the personality of the show uh, for this fictional show that we're talking about. Not this show. I think everyone has personality. <laughs> love you guys um <laughs> uh, but no so i got on there i'm just like uh anyone to find either a lounge great hall armory or uh one of two observatories that i might be able to go repair wood at or polish it so that's great that you're asking that because as the lightning subsides uh dave roll me a d6 to see where you are now you said six? No, I said shit. Because it's going to be bad. Four. Very close. So you're no longer in a lightning hellscape, but you are in a secret passage. Do you mm. want to find out where it leads and then report back to Hensley? Or Absolutely. do you want to tell Hensley where goes. you are? All right. Uh, so... Do you want to roll a 3d6 or do you want me to do it? Because I can do it with the click of a button. I just did. Four, two, and a one. Four, two, and a one. Great. So you find yourself in a bedroom. And as you open the door, it makes your hat turn into a small mad leopards no. which is weird because you weren't even wearing a hat not oh. the leopards again that come for their the revenge you have plunged a leopard through time and space into this bedroom <laughs> i love that it's the same one it's probably pissed it is wet and pissed. And for some weird and inexplicable reason, there is a snake in its mouth that has a bunch of crunchy <laughs> peanut butter. All right. I'm, can I try to wrestle my snake free from the, the tiny leopard? You should use it as a weapon, like squeeze it out and shoot out little pellets of peanut butter at the leopard. So I can like turn the turn the head and squeeze it like a <laughs> yeah exactly. So what do you tell your producer slash carpenter on the radio when he asks if he's you've seen any of these rooms that, that you are clearly not in? I mean, I don't think that this is any of those rooms. So. Um, Raurico would have responded. Rico. Yeah, my what camera. What does Rico say? Uh, he says 10 4, uh, the 7 is that location of the um, observatory is and gives the location that I, uh, that transported me to the lightning room. Um, okay. I'm thinking Gertilda, she, uh, she lies. I'm assuming at this point she wants to keep. <laughs> Um, her two boyfriends isolated, so she says that they're <laughs> currently um, in the chapel. And they're gonna get married. All three of them. I'll give you a dollar if you can tell me who sang that song. 
Which one of us? You know, it's funny because the Dixie Cups. Damn it! I was googling it as you were saying that. <laughs> I was trying to stall. I wanted my dolly. Cheating <laughs> for a dollar. Which reminds me, I need to still buy an extra copy of "He Sent Us in the Woods." We uh, and spoke to us. <laughs> he sent us in the woods. He sent us. <laughs> he sent us I, I'm going to say that instead of "He led us into the wilderness," it's going to be. <laughs> He sent us in the woods and it's paddled Charles, us. It's Charles's book, but read to you by you know, like your grumpy it should be, uncle. He, he sent us <laughs> into the woods and diddled us. Uh, yeah, it's my first. It's my first. Uh, it's my first Charles and Charles collaboration with Chuck Tingle, actually. I love it. Okay, so Hensley, um, I'm going to step back to you since you haven't had an actual action yet. So yeah. you get a couple of very confusing reports back and forth about yeah. what's happening in this place. Are you, what is your first course of action? Are you looking for other egresses or um, in uh, to this place or are you backtracking? What does your gut say as a carpenter slash producer extravaganza? Well, uh, my character's gut says that it's been too long since he's had an actual stiff drink and it's getting upset. So he then pulls his flask back out and does a, a swig of what I can only assume because he's a woodworker is something oaky. What are you drinking? Uh, personally, water. Um, my character, however, is drinking bourbon. Um, when you do that, all of the men and women and thems on coat hangers turn and say, give me some of that. And like, it's this overwhelming lapse of voices and they're all like reaching out at you. Like they can't get far because they're stuck in coat hangers saying, give me some of that. Like, um, there's even like one granny. He's like, give some to mama. You know, they say that people in hell want ice water. But I don't think that's what people in hell really yeah. want. Um, Moth balls like fall out of her mouth with her teeth. <laughs> Give me some to mama. Uh, I'll trade you uh, some of this, shaking the flask so you hear it slosh around uh, for a map of this castle. Uh, you can have my teeth. They're on the floor. Do your teeth tell me how to get to either an observatory, a lounge, the armory, or the great hall. Shaky, shake, 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 shake. Yes! Give some to mama. <laughs> First, how do I go accomplish one of my things in either an observatory, a lounge, the great hall, or the armory? Look, young whippersnapper, I can't really talk that well because my gums are so dry from all those mouth balls. Should have to give some to mama. Let me just, just real quick. I'll be isolating and sampling all <laughs> that whole scene. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you do that, the teeth on the floor chatter. <laughs> mm, that's pretty good. If only I knew how to get to the armory, the great hall, the lounge, or one of two potential observatories. <laughs> the voice on the radio has told you how to get to two of them. Give some mama. I look over to the person next to mama and I go, hey. 
what's up what's up champ here let me just let me just you know what? <laughs> let me just baby bird you a little bit here we go oh. so they take a big swig and then they swivel and they just french the old woman and just insert the bourbon so into their face tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you guys knew what was it's happening so... when you invited me to guess Juanma, now with 20 percent more frenching <laughs> John is probably like squirming in his hospital bed. There's Frenching and I'm not involved. Frenching. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. So you know that you are so close to two observatories. Uh, there's an observatory south of the unicorn room. And then there's another one in the north uh, to the north of the bathroom that you started in. Uh, camera is going to snap over real quickly to catch up to you, Dave. And since you are now in this room where your hat that you weren't wearing before has turned into Mad Leopards, which, uh, you know, we've kind of addressed at the scene as smidge. Um, what else is happening in this bedroom? Dave? I'm sorry, I'm Dave. I was like, Dave. I'm looking at Charles. Dave's Dave. not here, man. Dave's not here. Man. <laughs> Dave's gone. Uh, we made the reference. Uh. Yeah, I mean, you're welcome, I don't Internet. Have anything to accomplish in this bedroom. I can get to the. Uh... I'm going to leave the room. I don't think I'm going to do anything in this room. Wait, Go aren't I being attacked by a leopard? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah, say you got a leopard with a snake. That Super yeah, it... Bridget tonight. Um. So, all right. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna use my plunger <laughs> and I'm gonna hit the, <laughs> the leopard. Try and get my snake free. You're gonna plunge the leopard back into the bathroom that you first plunged it from. I'm gonna plunge it back to its mother at this point. I'm gonna plunge it that hard. <laughs> I feel, I feel like this is, this is a Mario Mario level of like knowledge of plumber's implements. I listened to a fact the other day, and I well, fact is questionable because it's from the internet, and we know everything on the internet may be true. Where uh, instead of the in Super Mario sixty four, when the says the iconic "It's a Me Mario." That supposedly in Japanese, I, the proper pronunciation of it's me is supposed to be supreme or super. So he was saying Super Mario, but in a Western society, we heard it as it's a me. And uh, yeah, the infinite divide in language translations. So you are doing what with this small mad leper and a plunger? You're plunging it back to its mother? Yes, I, I've got the plunger over its eyes. And to push it back so I can pull my snake out of its mouth. I love it. Uh, that's one right D6 like plus one, because apparently you know a shortcut. I always know a shortcut. Let's yep. see. Come on, three plus one is four. Um, so you are trying what you got a four? Yeah. Okay. Technically, you plunge the leopard, but it's a slow plunge, and there's a lot of very uncomfortable 
slurping sounds that are far too deep and resinous and wet to be comfortable, and you slurp it back from this reality into somewhere else. You think it's the mother, but you, who knows? Um, so you are kind of at a dead end here. So you can backtrack your way back to that first bathroom where you plunge to Leopard, or you could try to explore one of these many weird rooms that uh, your compatriots have gone in and are raiding you about. But I went into a room and found the dungeon, so that's where I want to. I want to get back to there. I'm not sure well, which direction that is. That dungeon was that lightning dimension that got that's all that's siphoned. I've got a club pipe in there. See, that's the thing. Oh, the dungeon was where the pipe was that turned into a secret tunnel. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I will say that that infrastructure is still there because there are good bones to this castle. And why don't you quickly make me a plunge check at D6 plus one, and then we'll pan that camera around. A plunge check. I love it. Five plus one is six. You plunge it, baby. So that is three check marks for Dave. Good. That is phenomenal. Yeah. So you are very close plumber. to being called freaking awesome. So that's three of your four jobs, correct? Mm -hmm. Where's your last job? The laundry room. I find laundry, the laundry room. I'm just... So the, the camera pans over to the top of, well, I guess the next, and I guess it went from Plem, sorry, it went from Fergus to Hensley, correct? So it should go back up to Marv, if I'm correct. Yes? Yeah. Let me at that secret room. I'm going to backtrack to that thing. Out of the throne room, through the pen. All right. So that is where you suck the lightning, and you have gone from the closet, uh, where, again, you hear this plaintiff, give mama her medicine, and you go into the <laughs> secret room, and you see that there is an open door at the end of the secret hallway into a bedroom, where you just heard the sound of a small mad leopard being sucked back into its mother through time and space. What do you do in this uh, secret corridor? Um, keep on going. You go into the bedroom where the small mad leopard was sucked back into its mother. I, um, I just want to head straight to that. Uh, I have nothing to do in any of these rooms ex in, until I get to that secret room. Yeah, the secret is... room is the corridor. So, oh, I'm so what do okay. You do? Yes. All right. I stopped there. Um, yeah. Sorry. Room and corridor are two different concepts in my brain. Well, it's secret. I can't tell you everything about it. <laughs> I demand. I demand that you tell me what has been declassified about this room. No. Um, so there's a cracked wall in here, and I'm gonna fix that shit real good. Um, it's nobody noticed. by lightning. Ah, yes. See, Raised. in that. In that case, uh, what I can do is, um, let's see, is peanut butter lightning proof? Because I, I, I want to like, ah, <laughs> I have never been asked once in my life, is peanut butter lightning proof? <laughs> let's find out. Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I am going to attempt to use chunky peanut butter to fix this cracked wall. And we'll, we'll see if it's lightning proof when I roll, I guess. I, peanut butter does that, not conduct electricity. Really? You, I, you I already said that? yes. <laughs> I hope that Elijah Mills. I hope that Elijah Mills is getting um, <laughs> the, the kicks out of this because this is a phenomenal 
Yeah. Uh, I think I want to run this at cons because it's uh, all yeah. of you are great. That's fun. I am going to lightning proof this crack in the wall with peanut butter. That's my decision. Yeah. All right. So you're so, saying that you're slathering your crack with peanut butter. I, I'm slathering is, the secret, the, the crack in the secret room's wall with peanut butter to accomplish one of my tasks. Is it chunky or is it, it is smooth? So chunky. You want those mm, chunks chunky. for, uh, so they're chunky. like rebar. They're like peanut butter rebar. Um, those chunks. Yeah, yeah. That snake kept eating, so whatever else got in there got it mixed in with the peanut butter. <laughs> it, it's kind of like the difference between concrete and cement. One's got the chunks yeah. in it, and it yeah. helps to add stability, so you need yeah. it. Exactly. I like the fact that in the bedroom, if we want to do like a little super smash cut of the, 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 the two cameras, that you could have just milked the snake for that peanut butter to like plaster the... <laughs> I you was like hoping... Stick the, you stick the gun, hoping, yeah, the snake in like a talking gun, and you're like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually hoping to do that, but I'm just going to be using the peanut butter that I absconded with in my pockets, so... Wonderful, wonderful. Pockets full of peanut butter. Yep. Uh, that is great. So, uh, did you uh, roll me your d6 plus one for that I'm roll do there? It right now. Let's see how good I do. Not good at all. That was a two plus one for three. Elisa was in total failure. Uh, <laughs> apparently, you said you were using smooth. Yeah, uh, no, chunky. You should, okay, you should be using smooth to get in those, mm. those things. Can you, you're, I'm going to uh, make me one more check to see if you can salvage it, see if you can milk a little bit of smooth, maybe at the uh, Kalika. Not six. There we go, baby. Always go smooth. You got a spackle? Right. You got to You know I do. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. So you spackle get yours my ass first. Off. The snake's there ass off. So you yeah. get that check mark, uh, and you get this like cheesy grin. Do you have a quick one-liner pithy dad joke of the home improvement joke before we uh, move that camera to the next contractor? Ain't no crack I can't handle. <laughs> and uh, you're asking me a Tim Allen uh, crack joke is not hard to make. <laughs> Joe versus the volcano. So Fergus, you are in the quote unquote chapel with your two lovers and a handful um, of It wasn't the chapel, statues. it was the observatory, wasn't it? I said quote unquote, because oh. you you said you were lying about where you were. Oh right, definitely. The GM I, knows all. I, I didn't lie. Great Hilda did. That's true. Yeah. Fergus is very honest and forceful. Okay. Just like, Richard, just like Richard Nixon. He exactly. didn't do anything wrong. It was those Absolutely. other guys. Absolutely. Um, so after I'm done cleaning, these little ogre statues are, are um, very shiny and nice looking. And S kind of comes up to me and starts giving me his snake Morse code. With, but like how he, how he does it is he puts the snakes in my mouth. And he does the Morse code against my tongue with the snakes. And he's indicated to me that if we can summon the spirits of these um, um, sorry ogres, they might be able to transport us somewhere. So. I love it. Okay. Just making sure. No. Just making sure. Uh, uh, go <laughs> so ahead. S. Um, Gertilda, only with one hand, because she has to have the camera. We all hold hands in the middle of the ogre circle. And I summon their Canadian spirits and I say, don't show no way we could really go for a brewski and poutine, eh? And we kind of will ourselves into the larder. 
Say will yourself into the larder. Isn't the that power of the is? secret? Yeah, that's the secret. No, yeah. it's no, no. It's just really weird because I pre-rolled. If you opened up a dimension into like another room, then I fucking rolled the larder, and I was I didn't nice. know you needed that. And I was just like, <laughs> how did fate. you know what was ogre behind fate. the screen? Ogre fate. Ogre fate. That is ogre. 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 That fate. is really bizarre. <laughs> like I'm telling you, like I, 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 I'm looking at the dice on the screen and. Uh, Bless those Canadians. Ogres, so sorry. That is weird. There is the preternatural smell of maple and hockey pucks and Tim Hortons stale coffee, and you find yourself in a larder where there is plenty of maple syrup, uh, hockey pucks, and Tim Hortons pre-ground coffee. Hang on just one second. This is a game called Super High Wizards Built This Castle, (laughs) and you're going to talk about Canadian things and talk about the smell of maple syrup and hockey pucks and Tim Hortons, and not mention that our neighbor to the north has some of the very finest cannabis on planet Earth? I was going to maybe mention something about the poutine drums in the corner, but um, yes. This is the larder, not the garden, okay? (laughs) The garden. (laughs) So as you're in this damn, that's great that you're in the larder. Um, (laughs) You uh, find that it makes you think that S and Gertilda are... Wildly attractive sentient houseplants. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, all I know is they definitely help me grow. Scrubbing You are truly the barkeeper's friend in all of this. Um <laughs> So I'm going to um, I'm going to stroke their tender leaves and give their little mm. buds kisses, and then I'll be like I'll be right back with you, my little blossoms, and I'm going to wash those windows. But I'm going to do it like in a way that my ass is sticking out, so that they can kind of <laughs> observe it, you know, while I clean those windows. I bet that motherfucker uh, eats shoots and leaves. Mm, yeah, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> uh, oh, fun, I love fun it. Fact, uh, Fergus is a vegetarian. The real question is, how does Fergus feel about the Oxford comma? Um, obviously, I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Scrub my shower stall anytime. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. So roll me that D6 for scrubbing them winders. Plus one. I'll be a nat two, so a three. <laughs> So these are just so grimy. You're just gonna have to really scrub and oh, just really yeah, I wanna get in there for my, my sexy house plants. I wanna flex for them. So roll me again and let's see. If you succeed, then we'll count that towards your success count. And if not, we'll count that as a nope because um yeah, let's see what this, we gotta spice things up for you. A nat five. All right, so you scrub those windows shiny. And in Mm. fact, as you are scrubbing those windows, you get a glimpse into what lies beyond this larder because there are no doors. (laughs) Shit, there are no doors. Why would a larder have doors? Uh, So uh, you are uh, looking into the room beyond. Oh, okay. 
Uh, as you're looking into the room beyond, you see that it is a lounge, and the windows inside the lounge are made of reanimated dragon skeletons. And Do they inside, recognize me? Are we still friends? <laughs> well, they seem to be conversing with something in the room. But obviously we're looked, friends. They know me. I'm well, gorgeous. they are busily... Oh my god. They're, they call me Scrubby Daddy. visibly talking with a centaur that has 17 legs made of really familiar. bullet breath. Bullet breath, okay. So he's like the brother, obviously, of the yeah. other debating. Which means uh, that he's also heard of me and he knows to love Scrubby Daddy. Obviously. <laughs> So we're going to trans uh, that. We're going to move that camera over. That is absolutely correct to Hensley. So Hensley, you just radioed your compatriots to figure out like where these rooms are. You need to go. You kind of given two directions of how to get to two different of uh, these observatories. Uh, what do you want to do? You feel like your show might be slipping a little bit from your grasp. How do you want to really kind of re-engage the audience? Um, so at, at this point, frustration with the fact that they snowballed the my bourbon back and forth. Um, did you ever say what the name of your camera person is? No, I did not. And, and you didn't offer the bourbon. Star. First of all, okay. that's the help. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, wandering monster, yep. we do not refer to <laughs> anyone wow. that is in a position of exchange of money for services as the help. Wow. We will appropriately flog Mr. Paschke after the show. <laughs> but reality uh, TV stars, like you gotta know those reality TV people. That's exactly how they talk. I right. Know. I yeah. don't feel this way. My character, yeah. on the other hand, might yeah. be an alcoholic douchebag. Yes, exactly. There he is. Dave. All right. So you were talking about your person that is helping you run the show of your dreams. Tell me what you're going to do. I interjected. Never. Uh, so it's still me. It's still my go. That's you. That's okay. you. I'm sorry. I interject myself into your scene. Tell me what you're wanting to do with your character. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, so the help. Um, which way do you think we should go? <laughs> you don't no, pay for this shit. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Do you want to get paid at all? Do you? They kick you, around you, some of the mothballs and look down and go, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> so what we need to do? I need to find either a observatory, a lounge. <laughs> a great hall or a fucking armory and you're going to be the motherfucker that helps me get to it now yeah. because right oh, now man. I'm mostly out of whiskey my I'm out of whiskey your, my guy radioed your guy about the observatory like yeah, turns I around. am drunk you and have to Ian, try a lot and, harder than that and Ian <laughs> yelled at you about it already too the unnamed the help that yes. is looking at you says, I don't know, boss. You sound kind of hoarse. Leans over, picks up one of the mothballs, pop, pops in your mouth. Now, like your friends were saying, you can turn <laughs> yeah. south out of here and go into one of these observatories. Okay. I can take you there. Or um, 
you the larder no let's just go to the observatory you want to be a biscuit yeah you sure. like biscuits <laughs> let's go be a biscuit i think you needed yes. a, i think you needed a lozenger picks up another mothball pop, pop. all right let's uh you walk back out of the closet into the unicorn room all the unicorns are eviscerated, even the one with the hat. The hat is in tatters. Uh, some of the eyes on the hat are still blinking. Some of the like intestines are still like writhing well, uncomfortably. If you, save, if you save the broth from that pulled unicorn, and you can then... make soup. <laughs> That's <laughs> we're full circle, ladies and gents. Uh, you head to the room. And uh, you turn into a pile of chromatic biscuits. You have never felt so flaky in your life. Even the more of that time where people kept inviting you to things in high school and you kept bailing them at the last minute, you were the flakiest you've ever been. Wow. Flaky and beautifully colorful. I, I, yeah, uh, this is good. Uh, all right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, how is how are my layers? Are my layers good? Are they are, are they flaky enough? Or, or are we all right? What type all right. of biscuit are you? Um, buttery type of biscuit. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, are you saying you're feeling kind of grand at the moment? Um, you know, no, no. I I think you should be those uh those delicious uh biscuits from um. Red Lobster. What are those? Oh, the, the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Cheddar Biscuits. Yeah, Cheddar Biscuits. But that's too good for Hensley. <laughs> You're right. He's Charles, kind of a shit dude. or Pashki is a person really likes Cheddar Bay Biscuits, and I don't want to Me think too. about Hensley and those at the same time. Make him Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, regular the, ass. Like, yeah, out of the tube. Yeah. With the little chunks I... of fake butter in them. As we are getting close to the yep. recording hour, I want you, Hensley, to gather your biscuits. I yeah. want you to collect your basket of biscuits, mm -hmm. roll together, and I want you to roll what your repair roll is. Okay. That is Plus a natural one. six. Damn, you are so flaky. You were golden brown and chromatic at the same time. Uh, it's wonderful. What was your repair? Uh, I have to uh, polish woodwork in the observatory. You? How do you polish this with your biscuity body? Well, I'm I'm naturally buttery now, right? So I smear myself all over the woodwork. <laughs> That's and, how I clean my furniture, actually. Yeah. I, I look at the camera guy, and I'm just like, "All right, get a close up on this. Ready?" See what you do here is you take the the buttery goodness of the biscuit and you really got to work that into the the natural wood grains. You want to go with the grain while you polish it with your biscuit body. That way you get all the butter into the cracks revenues. Now over here on the banister, why does that observatory have a banister? You might ask. I don't know, but what you want to do is you want to work the underneath part of of the wood with your buttery fingers, your buttery biscuity fingers caressing the railing. All right, so we're going to <laughs> go a few minutes right. over a lot of time because of commercial breaks, because we are we have less commercials, and oh, okay. we're going to quick two scenes here. I would like to know real quickly as your final action, what you would like to do, Dave, and then I'll give a plum and we'll close scene. So I, I'm 
and I find laundry room on the other side. It's just not the master bedroom, which is kind of genius, really. Why don't more people do that? You can change your sheets right there. So I'm going to find the smell in here, and I crawl into the dryer because that seems to be the source of the smell, and I just keep on crawling. Cool. I crawl forever. This is very much like something as art imitates life and vice versa. You have just basically crawled your way into Meow Wolf. And for people who aren't familiar, Google it. Uh, you have crawled into a festive art, interactive art installation where there are people making all kinds of interesting things. Fun fact, there's actually an art installation called Meow Wolf and where you climb through a dryer and you go down a slide into a part of the art installation that's hidden in secret. So, fun fact. That sounds awesome and terrifying. It's it's true. So you are in the dryer lint dimension. Fergus, you have Gratilda by your side as a lovely croton. You have S as a lovely Boston fern. You're looking into this other place and you feel contentment in the larder. What do you do? How does this scene close out? I realize um, it's in this castle house torture dimension that I felt the happiest. I take up my plant lovers. I go into the lounge and I approach the bullet breast legged centaur. And I, 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 I look up in, into his eyes and I say, you know what? I realized at this time, and I cuddle my, my plant lovers close, um, it's time to bite the bullet. Will you officiate us? And I, I gesture at my my plant spouses. Oh. It opens its mouth to say yes, and you hear which you think is a yes. Beautiful. As this scene gets a lovely dramatic filter, we zoom in, we get little bits of sparkle on fronds. As you are bound in holy plantrimony, what plant do you turn into so you can happily have your plant of forever? Obviously, vines, so I can hold them tight forever. Mm, chef's kiss and also plumber's kiss and all the Beautiful. other contractors kiss. Plumber's kiss. It like is that. a <laughs> wonderful thing. None of you ever escaped this house. And it is a great TV series that goes on forever. Take us away, <laughs> Mr. Bernard, with our announcements uh, for the week and like, other book announcements and so forth. Yeah, like uh, like the famous bath salt Calgon, I shall take you away. Um, yeah, so we have some stuff going on right now. I currently have a book out that you should check out. It's called He Led Us Into the Wilderness and Spoke to Us. It's I'm sorry, about... did you say he let us, he, he pushed us into the woods and diddled us? into the woods and diddled us. Yes, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, you can find uh, a link to that on my Twitter page, best place to find my stuff, which is, you know, for the time being at CR Bernard, although I should be on some other sites soon, hopefully. Um, speaking of other stuff, 
Uh, it's a quick little finger in that i will say i've read the book and i enjoyed it so much that i am buying copies of the book to send to people who i want to uh punish slash uh have them enjoy and i'm doing that (laughs) unsolicited but just because i enjoy that book that much i really appreciate it that's awesome i'm not just saying that because you're my friend i mean let's legitimately like i would spend my hard-earned bezo bucks to send uh books to people unsolicited well, solicited but yeah yeah so anyways, resume. I, I i usually just break into people's houses and creepy crawl them and like leave it in on their bookshelf and suddenly it's there um but uh there's a book that will not creepy crawl its way onto your shelves by itself um mr john baltisberger who could not be here tonight because he was uh not feeling uh, so hot has a book out now called All I Want to Do is Eat Shrooms and Listen to the uh, Color of Nazi Screams. Um, and you can find that uh, on John's Twitter, uh, kaiju underscore poet. You can find it through our uh, links at wanmoncast.com. You can find it at, uh, you know, I don't think it's on Madness Heart Press, actually, because it's through a different publisher. But you can also search for that memorable title, All I Want to Do is Eat Shrooms and listen to the color of Nazi screams uh, into Amazon. It's actually charting in the Jewish memoirs section, which I think is amazing and awesome because it's, yeah, it's a lot more gonzo and like hard hitting than stuff that you ordinarily find in a memoir or so forth. And it's wonderful. So grab that. Um, We have a new book out called Blade Job by Mr. Lucas Mangum. You can find links to that on our Twitter account at MHP underscore horror or at madnessheart.press. We also have uh, a new release from Wrath James White, new through us anyway, Everyone Dies Famous in a Small Town. Same with that. Find it at madnessheart.press. Find it on Amazon. Find it wherever you can. Other than that, um, do... Any of you uh, in particular, thank you for coming on as a guest, Plim. Uh, P.L. McMillan, would you, do you have anything you want to plug right now? Yeah, for sure. Uh, super exciting. Coming out August 31st is the Space Horror Anthology, anthology, The Darkness Beyond the Stars, which I edited and did internal art for, and which also features a short fiction story from our very own Bridget D. Brave. Um, and if you want to attend a party beforehand, and if you listen to this soon enough, on August 26th, I'm hosting a live online event for free. You can come listen to five authors reading their space horror stories from the darkness beyond the stars and have a chance to win one of the three giveaways. You can win a paperback and a bunch of merch. Cool. So super exciting. Very cool. All right. Well, I believe that'll do it for us uh, this week. Thank you once again for tuning in to Wandering Monster, a king among uh, streaming shows. And uh, until next week, um, on behalf of everybody, I will just say that uh, the murder trains are coming.